everyone. I'm Julie. And I'm Jenny with a G. We're cousins and best friends. Who live on opposite ends of the country, so we decided to start a podcast. Welcome to Get Funny. <laughs> it was like, what, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis, they were saying that they don't really bathe their kids. Yeah. Which, I feel like kids, like, not babies, but like actual like toddler children, they get dirty as hell. Like, you need to be washing them somehow. Um, and so many people in the comments were like, uh, I can't shower every day because it dries out my skin. And that is, I mean, I already knew this, but it just was another confirmation that white people don't use lotion. I don't think they know that about lotion. That is what kills me. My biggest complaint about lotion commercials, they always got white always. people in these commercials. They don't yes. like lotion. Oh and my I God. have confirmed Jenny, this. I've never thought about the commercials. I have always, like, it has been my constant fight, especially offering, he, I, he won't listen to this, but I used to work with this white man. He breaks his arm one day. He got a cast, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Crust everywhere. Just Ooh. dry skin everywhere on, on what's showing out of the cast. And I said, you need to put some lotion on. And he goes, I don't like lotion. I said, what you mean you don't like lotion? He goes, I don't like lotion because it's, it's greasy. I was like, so you'd rather be walking around with some crusty ass fingers when you could just dry? Why are white people in these commercials for lotion? Explain it to me because time and time again, I have conversations with white people. They don't like lotion. They don't wear lotion. No, like I. And before we get not all white people, yes, obviously. Yeah, obviously, but most white people. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But like, I, oh my god, I never thought about the commercials as if we needed another like data point about how uh, the entertainment industry is biased uh, in favor of white people. The fact that there are any white people in these lotion commercials, like... And then the one, too, the uh, Olay, remember, it used uh-huh. to be oil, oil of Olay, now it's just Olay. Yeah, I don't really Always a white woman. And they have the ones for the in-shower lotion. It's always a white woman. I'm like, but they have said multiple times they don't like it. I don't... Okay, here's the thing. I don't like in-shower lotion. Oh, it's I'm, actually very dangerous. I'm like, slippery as hell. <laughs> oh, my I'm God. Like, <laughs> I, I fucked around one day and put some oil straight up on me, and it was not smart because I was slipping and sliding. Could it? No. There was no friction. It was no. You got to wear some, it. like, straight up, like, rain boots in the shower so you don't slip. But, um, yeah, I don't like in-shower lotion. And also the whole, like, Oh, I don't like lotion because it's greasy. I feel like people say that, but that just makes it clear to me that they have never used lotion. Because unless you're using straight up petroleum jelly, which is not lotion, it is petroleum jelly and it has its uses. I use it for a lot of things, but it is greasier than a lotion would be. Um, Lotion is not greasy. Listen. Also, they, at this day and age, I I love an oil. I've, I've like stepped up. I do lotion. I do oil. I, I mean, do oil in the winter months is the only thing you should use. That what's that one? The Willy or Willila? Oh, girl, I love that stuff. Willila. Yeah, I don't Willila? know. I, Whatever it's called, that was a lifesaver for I my for my elbows because my elbows be getting real dry in the winter months. 
The one thing that, I mean, not the one thing, among the things that coronavirus took from me was my hand softness. Um, Like, the way my hands dried out from all the washing and the hand sanitizer, I, there was a period of time in the winter where I, like, and obviously the winter here is very mild, but I, like, blew through all the, like, top hand lotions, like, hand creams. Like, I bought all of them because my hands... What was that? It was thunder. Thunder? Thunder. Oh, my God. Doesn't it sound like it's a freaking parade of elephants upstairs? I thought it was um, a motorcycle. Because <laughs> oh. I'm not familiar with thunder anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, I bought all of the hand creams. And I'm going to tell you, most of them did not work. So I was really sad. But um, there's only so much that lotion can do in the face of such harsh conditions. Um, yeah, girl, I love a lotion. Richard uses lotion, thankfully. Um, Hallelujah. I just I don't, don't understand how they don't. I don't get it. And then folks who are like, don't put the lotion on right after they shower. I'm like, it hurts if you don't put it on right after you shower. Yeah, there's not really a point to it. Other, I mean, you can put it on, I guess, better late than never. But at that point, you put all your clothes on and what do you... Oh, my God. I'll never forget. One day I went into work at the previous job and I got in and I went to the bathroom and I looked down and I had forgot to lotion my feet. Mm. And I was like, (laughs) what? Thank the Lord that we had lotion everywhere, including in the bathroom. So I popped on some of that Aveeno real quick. But I was I felt very. Aveeno is good. It's not my favorite. It, I don't buy it personally, but I don't mind it. There are some that I hate, um, including the absolutely racist hotel lotion. It is racist because it somehow is the only lotion that makes you ashier when you put it on. <laughs> I'm so mad at you. <laughs> like, I am not kidding. I swear it's like they cut down the lotion with like water or alcohol. Like, yeah, I think they do cut it with it alcohol. Why is it so thin? It is so, especially the one, I mean, and I love this place because I love the smell of it, but Hampton Inn, their lotion is a little watery. It's just not. It's disgusting. Maybe that's why white people hate lotion because their only experience with it is in hotels, which is bad. I don't know, but all I do know is I need them to stop being in the commercial. Literally, get any other body in the commercial because it doesn't make any sense. You're right. I we just, need to start like a change.org petition because this <laughs> we need to take this to the people. Take them out the commercial. <laughs> I just think people out there, let me know how you use your lotion because I don't I don't get it. And then I also have had many challenges with my male friends, my man friends. Who refuse to put the lotion on too? I'm like, if y'all don't put some lotion Why? on those, because I don't Wait, know. I don't male, know how they get male whites. No. What? Mm-hmm. What? I know. It's like I don't want to wear that. Remember, I'm like your skin's gonna crack. I just don't. I don't get it. Skin needs nourishment. Lotion provides that nourishment. You know, my dad was my very first uh, lotion hero. Uh, okay. <laughs> so my dad would be buying that lotion in bulk. I I still remember <laughs> when I think of when I think of your home. I clearly <laughs> see the exact lotion that you're talking about. He is brand loyal. 
He is, and you know, growing up, that's the lotion we had because that's the lotion he bought in bulk. But as I got older, I was like, this is actually isn't my favorite lotion. Um, so you know, I, I I get my own lotion. I'm an adult now, and I don't choose that. But of course, Richard loves that one. And I'm like, are you my dad? <laughs> Richard! He branches out sometimes, too. He also just likes getting stuff that's on sale. But, oh, my um, God. Yeah, for those listening, the lotion is Vaseline Intensive Care. The yellow since, one. Since 1986. <laughs> since birth. <laughs> since I, before you were born. I do. That's that smell of that lotion. Mm-hmm. There it that is. Was, that was my lotion. And you know what? It, you know, it. It, it has served. It has served the family well. It saves I have skin. Never, ever in my life seen my dad ashy. Never, ever. Couldn't tell you. Impossible. Like I don't know. Now I'm wondering. Does he get out of the shower? Not at. Like I. I just don't. No, like, there's no time for it. Once the once <laughs> he's dried up, lotion. It's just I know, done. I just the process, man. No, and see, my parents were brand loyal to. Home sta- uh, Stanley Home Products. What is that? Oh my God! Look it up. Did you but, say Stanley Home Products? Yeah, Stanley Home Products, and they have this uh, lotion that um, I that it was a paint. No, <laughs> <laughs> and um, they they can do it. Not do it. They can buy it from online. There used to be people who sold it like Avon. So they had a, they had a, a person, but then that person, whatever happened, I don't know. But then I've been ordering their face creams from there. And that's also what I remember growing up. All naturals, all natural face cream. And uh, both my parents wear them. I have never in my life heard of this, and I'm upset because I just feel like I didn't know this about you or your family. I do remember your mom sold Avon. Yes. Okay. Because I was actually thinking of her recently um, and Avon because, girl, my the new job where I work at, the office space, uh, we have the doors open a lot for COVID reasons. Let the cool the the wind in whatever um or sometimes we'll sit outside and the mosquitoes are killing me like i am somehow getting bit more than anybody in the in the office and i get like bit rough and then i scratch it and like i'm just bleeding it's bad so i was looking up different kinds of like bug sprays or creams that don't smell like deet and one of the ones that kept popping up on all of the websites was the Avon Skin So Soft Bug Repellent. Oh, yeah, Skin so, so Soft. I went as far as to go to the Avon website and try to order it. But then they're messed up because you can order from Avon directly through their website. But if you order through a representative, you get this huge discount. And I was like, I'm not trying to start an Avon relationship with someone. Uh, so then I did it and I got some other this- stuff. This guy who runs the Team Dominican on IG, he is an Avon representative. It's actually one of the greatest fun facts <laughs> that I know of a person I've never seen or met. Oh. But yeah, if you want to support a Dominican. Know, I didn't know people were still Avon representatives. Because mm-hmm. like Avon, I feel like people don't think of it as such. But is it technically an MLM? Um, I don't think so because isn't that well? Because you recruit people, right? I 
I don't think you have to recruit people. So I think yes, there are there are plans for folks to get up higher, uh-huh. but I don't think it's like the other ones, like that you have to keep constantly selling it to somebody because. Oh, you know what? They, Apparently, them, it uh, Avon did not used to be an MLM back when your mom was selling it. It wasn't. Okay. But apparently for about the last 15 years, it mm. has been an MLM. Interesting. You hate to see it. Mm. I don't buy stuff from them anymore. Uh, neither do I. Um, but they did have some good products, But I used though. to use, I mean, I used to use the deodorant, Avon oh, yeah. deodorant. We used to have the roll-ons. Mm-hmm. And then let me tell you, this is such a random conversation. But I don't we- know what we're talking about. <laughs> Yes, we faked you out last time, but this week, this episode, we are finally going to discuss The Wedding Singer. Yay! From 1998. Isn't that crazy? Is that it? I believe so. It is, it is. But set in the 80s. Yes, it's set in 1985. But Got a great soundtrack. Classic. I was just talking to a friend today. And they were like, I've never seen it. I was like, you've never seen it? So, I mean, to spoilers. Be fair, to, to be fair, I had never seen it before last year, so. Oh, really? We had this whole conversation. Yeah, I don't One that. thing. What? I don't remember. Well, we did, because I hadn't seen it, and you were like, really? I've seen Wedding Singer a thousand <laughs> times. It's my favorite, one of my favorite rom-coms. I was like, okay, okay, crazy. Sounds like I would say that. But the other thing that was in that Wedding Singer conversation that we had last year that has been lost to time, slash, I'm pretty sure it's still on my computer, was us finding out that you were part of the John Lovitz Hive. <laughs> you... Do you remember I, this? I do love John Love It. Like you, I love it. You love it's him. I love it's him. Like every time he makes a guest appearance on something, I, it's hilarious. And in that conversation, I was like, okay, well, I don't dislike John Lovitz, <laughs> but I don't think I would ever call myself like a like a fan. Oh, and then in that same conversation, we were like, wait, has he been me too, but he hadn't been. Apparently, he's a really nice guy. So that's good news. I don't know if anything has happened since then, but I hope not, because I would it. not love it. That <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, I think, yeah. So for the people who haven't seen the movie, this is a big spoiler because we're going to talk about it. But it's a wedding singer played by Adam Sandler. And his name is, I always forget their names. Robbie Hart. Robbie Hart. And then he is going to get married and he's on his way, but he gets stood up on he his sure wedding does. day. He sure does. But he, he has a profession as a wedding singer and he meets a caterer at the wedding hall where he is a wedding singer. And her name is Julia. And they start a friendship because she's getting married to this terrible guy. Mm-hmm. I also forget his name, but his last name is Gulia. Yeah, what's his name? I literally just watched this movie today. 
Well, for some reason, all I can think of is Greg, and I know it's not it's Greg. It's not Greg. Um, what is his freaking name? Glenn. We can just look it up. Glenn. Glenn. Gulia. Gulia, who's going to marry Julia, so she'll be Julia Gulia, <laughs> which rhyming names are always funny to me. But um, so they pretty much fall in love with each other, and it's it's a nicely done, I think, rom com. Someone asked me to, you know, when we we look at these old movies, do they kind of, uh oh, I lost you. If um, we look at them with two thousand one eyes, I'm like, well, yes. You mean two thousand twenty one eyes? What did I say? Two thousand (laughs) one. Oh yeah, you're right. 2021 <laughs> eyes, uh-huh. and yeah, but also, uh, it I think it still holds because it's based in the 80s. Obviously, there's not that much diversity, but um, no, there is Alexis Arquette, Arquette. is in it, mm-hmm. and um, she played a backup singer during the movie, and. I think that's it, uh, like, for marginalized groups that are represented. But it's still funny. There's a lot of funny parts. Glenn is a jerk. Mm-hmm. And Billy, Billy Idol has a Billy cameo. Idol's in there. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, the, uh, this movie was actually surprising to me when I first watched it last year. And I did watch it again for this episode today as I was doing my nails, um, it actually holds up more than you think it would. Because number one, it's from 1998, so 23 years ago, which already, like, That's girl, there, there's some stuff from, like, 10 years ago that doesn't hold up. There's some stuff from five years ago that doesn't hold up. So the fact that this holds up pretty well is great. And the fact that it's an Adam Sandler movie and it holds up well. I know. Like, is this the only Adam Sandler movie that holds up? Because I don't, I feel like a lot of the movies he's done have been. I actually enjoy Billy Madison. <laughs> well, yeah, his earlier one. And um, what's the Happy one? Gilmore? Daddy. Oh, Daddy, Big Daddy. Big Daddy, yeah. See, I was a, I really loved Big Daddy when it came out, but I haven't seen it in about 20 years. Do you think it holds up? I don't think it does. I think there's a lot of slut shaming in those movies. Mm. Like a lot of slut shaming. And I think the reason The Wedding Singer holds up is because it manages to not go all in on the slut shaming. Um, There's like a weird like little like entitlement on the part of Adam Sandler's character because he's like, I don't know. Like, it sucks that his fiance left him at the altar, but he basically is just like, she should die. I hate her, whatever. I'm like, all right, calm down. Um, But for the most part, they stay away from those, like, gross aspects of his other movies, which I think is why it holds up. Maybe. I enjoy it. I do think him and Drew Barrymore do have this chemistry because they've done a couple of movies together. Mm -hmm. This one is my favorite of them together. Um, 51st Dates still find it very weird um, in the fact that that movie made me cry did it? it did I, I I specifically won't watch it because I remember the probably the first and only time I watched it it made me cry a lot <laughs> mm. um, yeah but I still do think it holds up 
with yeah. them too. Their chemistry is great. And I I would say, like, it's funny. Like, there's a lot of funny things that happen in the movie. Like, when the grandma that he's teaching mm. how to play the piano is like, I don't have any Tupperware. So she puts <laughs> the meatballs in his hand. And, yeah. and then in true grandma form is like, can you taste it now? Like, Yeah, yeah. That was like really cute. That was cute. It was it, it it has it has heart and it cute. has Robbie heart. It it does, it does. Um I yeah, I mean I don't really have a lot of like I don't really have a lot to say about this movie. Like there's nothing like over the top egregious in it. The one part and I still don't understand this part. So Julia like the basic like shape of the movie is that Julia is planning her wedding to a terrible person and she enlists um, Robbie's help because he knows the wedding industry in their local area and he can get her the best deals and at the end of the day he loves weddings even though he was stood up at his own wedding and is very depressed so and and her fiance is not interested in wedding planning at all because he's a dick and he's cheating on her blah 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 um, so they like go and do all these like coupley things and like talk to the photographer and eat the cakes and whatever and then at one point Julia's is she her cousin, Christine Stacy is, is uh, that her name in the movie? I think it's Stacy. Yeah, Mrs. Mrs. Ben Stiller. <laughs> Mrs. Ben Stiller. I think she, she may be her cousin? cousin. Yeah, I don't remember, but whatever. Her character, they're like talking. She and Julia are talking about the first kiss at the wedding, and the girl Stacy, if that's what you say her name is, um, so, <laughs> says, "I'm not even too sure." Like, oh, you you have to have Holly. A little t- her name is okay, Holly. Holly, you, <laughs> I truly don't remember that. Uh, she's like, "You have to do a little tongue," and Julia's like, "No, that's tacky." And then Robbie comes in, and Christine's no, nope, Holly's like, uh, basically like goading Robbie into like telling Julia that she should have tongue at her wedding. And Julia's like, maybe just a little tongue. And Christine's like, I can't picture it. Can you guys try it? Like, can you demonstrate? And so she has Robbie and Julia kiss. And I still don't understand. Like, I want to believe that Holly as the character is trying to, like, push them together. Mm -hmm. I don't actually think she is because she likes Robbie instead. Yeah. But so in, in that case, I think that's really dumb. And then number two, I feel like Julia, as the person who's getting married, should be like, no friend slash cousin of mine. I'm not going to kiss a person I am not engaged to to practice my engagement kiss. That is weird and makes no sense. Yes, but she knew she didn't like that man. I know. I get that. But I'm just like, you got to make things make sense logically. Like nobody would ever do that. There's no, there's not even any plausible deniability in that. It's so ridiculous and I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it. Whatever. I think the other part is it because these movies are so unbelievable, right? Like all the time. Who's just going to fall in love during the wedding planning process? A lot you know, of people. What are you talking about? Oh, you just you know, lies. All the, amount, the wedding planner? all the amount of <laughs> effort and commitment people have put in, they just don't fall for the wedding planner. But. Or do they? I mean, only one you know, way to find out. All these com- <laughs> all these weeks we've met and we've refused to talk about J-Lo and Ben Affleck. <gasps> and I'm just like, when are first we going to do that? First of all, first of all, we, it's because we're on this bi-monthly <laughs> schedule. 
the like things pop into my mind and we'll sometimes text about them, but I forget about them and it's not it's not timely enough. I don't think we should switch back to weekly just to talk about Ben and JLo. Uh, but but uh, I feel like you. it's always timely. They're literally on entertainment news like every day. Yeah, they're doing a lot. Um, they're doing the most. The most. And it's like, okay, you guys are like really hot. So we're going to let you cook. But when you actually boil it down, you're having midlife crises and it's not cute. Oh, it's publicly terrible. having a midlife crisis. I don't like publicly. That. Do you see this? No. What is <sighs> it? I don't know. It's either a pimple or a beauty mark. Do beauty marks just come out of nowhere? I don't know. That's what I'm calling it. Is it a mole? That's what. Oh, <laughs> it looks I like a know. scab. I want it off. Why don't you take it off? Anyway, um, that wraps up this segment of this <laughs> podcast. Jenny's using the camera as a mirror to look at her face. Um, this is a rough time. She's I'm just sorry. laughing. She just be laughing. I just be laughing. I like to laugh. Love to um, laugh. It's my favorite. Stop it. <laughs> Stop using the camera as a mirror remember how you say the word mirror weird i don't say weird say it. you say mirror <laughs> that's a lot of people say mirror what do you say i mean i just said it i say mirror mirror you don't pronounce the letters in the word so a lot of people don't pronounce letters i mean true you're right but you say ask people in boston how they say c-a-r uh no um but uh i just think it's funny you pronounce the word as if it's spelled like m-e-e-r-a mira 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 (laughs) Mira. same way people say soda i say who says soda oh my god so many people say soda i've never heard anyone say soda you need to be around more people do i though Mm -hmm. no i don't because COVID is in these streets. I'm not trying oh to get the Delta variant. God. I went and got a COVID test today. You did? Good. Mm-hmm. Negative. You... Oh, great. <laughs> I know two people now, personally, who have gotten it after being vaccinated. It's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. To be fair, both people have just been wiling since the beginning of time and so i'm surprised they didn't get it sooner that but at does least they, at help. least they got vaccinated before that they... does kind of help but i mean i haven't really i haven't stopped using my mask when i walk into public places which i'm just like why would people stop that so early but i well yeah we i mean we never stopped and now la county we have to wear them again which is fine because again we never stopped but the biggest mistake, and I guess this is just going to be the part of the show where we rant, um, <laughs> is the CDC announcing that vaccinated people didn't have to wear masks, but then no systems were put in place to verify that vaccinated people were the ones who weren't masked. So why would you trust? Why would you put America on an honor system after the entirety of America's history has proven that we are not an honorable people. What? 
I think the message should have just stayed that yes. you can be in spaces with other vaccinated people. Yes. And not take off your mask. It. I just like there was absolutely zero actual reason for them to make that announcement. Like it was so premature. Like we were not nearly at a place with vaccinations where we could like reasonably assume that most of the people around us were vaccinated. Also, not for nothing. I was just at a wedding this past weekend. Nope. Two weekends ago. What day is it? Uh, (laughs) I was at a wedding between our last recording and today and it was in Florida and people do not wear masks in Florida. Um, There was not a mask at the wedding. And then we find out that one of the people who had been hanging out with us the whole weekend unmasked was not vaccinated. Oh. And I was like, huh? And I brought it up to a few family members. I was like, did you know about this? Why didn't you tell us? Like Richard and I were furious and everyone was like, oh, well that's on him. He's the one who's putting himself at danger. He knows the risks and he's chosen to not wear a mask. He knows he's not vaccinated and we all are. I was like, I guess, I'm, and I get it, he's at a greater risk than we are, but still the risk to us is not zero. And we have a lot of like high risk family members here, like people's grandparents are at this wedding. It was just so irresponsible and upsetting to me. And that is what America is. Yeah. I mean, I think there's just so many, there's so many levels to that, right? Because I just don't think people should be having large weddings anymore. Or I mean, it wasn't a large wedding, right? Like people just refuse to do stuff outside. I'm like, this isn't going to go away for a long time. And I'm not a scientist. Never pretended to be. Now I have pretended to be a doctor here and there. (laughs) We are not like we are actually never going to be done with this. Like I am. I'm now at the point where I'm like, cool. I guess we're we live like this forever um, because people don't want to wear masks and also don't want to get vaccinated. So because that's the thing, like what, if how do you expect this? How do you want this to go away? Truly? I would like for someone to explain to me, what is the logical reasoning behind this? How do you think it will go away? And the people who are they like, don't believe in it. They're so like, that's the other part. Yeah. They don't believe in it, but so. it believes in them. That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. And then when they're in the hospital on death's door, Uh, didn't want to get the vaccine because they didn't know what was in it because the FDA only approved it on an experimental basis. All of a sudden, they want the COVID treatments, which, guess what? FDA has only approved on an experimental basis. Why do you want the medication then? Oh, because you're dying? This is the dumbest. Like, people talk about, like, oh, this is the darkest timeline. This is the dumbest timeline, and I feel like every day I am going to have like a stroke or something because I the levels of selfishness and stupidity are truly eating away at my spirit (laughs) and I can joke about it and I'm so like lucky and grateful that I have a livelihood and family and loved ones I I just can't understand other people I mean you it's just impossible but all that to say, well, get vaccinated. It's free, y'all. And it's free. There's this other thing like, well, if it's so free, why don't they give 
insulin or cancer treatments for free. That is the point. Yes, yes. correct. That is we do want we them should to be do that doing too. that. So you agree, healthcare should be free for everyone. Correct. Correct. Um, that's not a gotcha. Like what? Like, <laughs> this, this is the last thing I'll say. Probably um, the fact that <laughs> so many people like. All of the, like, Republican Fox News talking heads who have, like, what's in the vaccine? We don't really know. Is it a microchip? Blah, blah, blah. All those motherfuckers have been vaccinated as soon as they could be. You know good and well. Donald Trump was vaccinated while he was still in the White House. All his fucking kids. And then they're the first ones who are like, don't get it. They're trying to control you. Don't wear a mask. It's illegal to wear a mask. Like, y'all, how... It's fine. It's fine. We're just going to podcast through the end of the world and um, just keep it pushing, I guess. This segment of our show, where we talk about things we I found on the internet. Um, so this week, I actually wanted to talk about a few things. Maybe I'll get to all of them. But one of them is one Mr. Baby, who is the dumbest person alive. Um, uh, I saw Perez Hilton said that Madonna made him the fetus. It's that good. Well, here, this is what I'm going to say. Da Baby has been trash for a while. He has a history of violence against black women and a history of saying problematic things against black women. And this past weekend he said some extremely offensive homophobic things at the rolling loud festival why are we having festivals in covid times y'all like i just saw a picture of the people at Lollapalooza, and yeah i it's covid's wet dream like i don't understand what's happening but it's fine um and because the baby said these comments all of a sudden because it wasn't just affecting black women now everyone wants to get involved now he's losing his you know appearances and now elton john is making statements and madonna's making statements Mm -hmm. and like i'm glad that people are seeing that he's trash but he's been trash and you not you but like the population routinely shows that they could not give a shit about black women if something only affects black women fuck y'all doesn't matter once you start affecting white people the white gays oh shit now we got a problem. So uh, I just want people to do better on that front. And um, also, I just wanted to say, because I know she listens to this podcast, shout out to Simone Biles, the goat. Ah! Um, <laughs> Simone, <laughs> she don't, you she don't listen, listen to this, this. podcast. Maybe but she no, why are, like, oh, yeah. uh, all, of, all of a sudden, everyone is an Olympic gymnast and has never quit anything in their lives, has never had a bad day, has never been overwhelmed. Listen, I don't know how difficult it is to understand. Simone Biles does not owe anybody shit. Um, Number one. Number two, none of us know what it's like to be that level of competitive on the like international stage, we don't know how that affects her mental health. Number three, she and many other people were abused by a piece of shit through the USA gymnastics team for years. And part of the reason she even went to the Olympics and stayed on the team 
was because she wanted to stay high profile and keep him accountable because she doesn't think anything's going to happen. She doesn't think anything's going to change. That sucks to want to retire and to stay because you know that your organization ain't shit and they're not doing anything. That sucks. Number five. I don't know what number I'm on. Number four. Number five. Um, She said that when she was in the air, she lost focus. Something happened, which gymnasts I learned called the twisties, where when they're flipping in the air, their brain loses focus of where they are and they could fall and literally kill themselves if they don't know where they are in the air. She pulled out because she was experiencing that in the air and she didn't want to, number one, paralyze herself or kill herself. Yeah, I'm numbering. (laughs) Or number two, uh, which is the least important part, but still valid. She didn't want to fuck up and jeopardize her team standing in the Olympics. So she backed out. But once again, I bring you to my original point. Number one, none of this matters because Simone Biles does not owe you anything. All those points and set points are valid. Um, I only recently started watching the sports because I just saw people watching it. I was like, mm, I want the other team to win. But sports are so problematic. <laughs> it's just in general. In general, you have people truly thrown money so that they can use their body to make more money. And typically it's black bodies making money for white billionaires who own these bodies and tell them they can do what they they want them to do, whatever they want them to do. They trade them too. There was a trade this week. And I was like, "Mm, I don't like it. (laughs) I'm not a fan. There's concussions. There's um, heart murmurs. There's broken foots. There's broken this. I just, sports is problematic. Simone, (laughs) hey girl, Um, you're everything. And the fact is that people love to talk. It doesn't matter what, right? Like trolls exist everywhere. I even got it just the other day when, uh, shout out to Rosario Dawson, who (laughs) does listen to the podcast. Name drop. (laughs) Rosario Dawson actually joined my live. 600 people showed up to a live on Instagram. I don't know those 600 people. They don't know me and they don't know, they don't know Rosario. Rosario jumped off. The 600 stayed on. Mm. The vitriol that they sent to me, it was outrageous. Like they were just like everything, everything they were saying was just demeaning, demoralizing. Like, why would you say that to somebody you don't? Why would you say that to someone you do know? But in essence, no one has done anything to you. Why would you say that? So the fact that Simone Biles, and she's young, isn't she like 20, like 24. 24. You have given all you can give to this world right at this space in gymnastics world. Take your break, girl. Quit the, throw it all away. Truly. Become, become whatever you want to be. If that means that you just want to be in your house and just stack your money, do that. But you do have a supportive group of people out here, Simone. You are a hero. I hate people. People are terrible. They're just so ugh, angry for no reason. Simone's doing it. And all those people who are saying stuff, they can never do what Simone did. Uh-uh. Never. Not physically, not mentally. So, and to 
your point about the baby, you said it all. Said it all. But um to to black women who are doing the things that they need to do, these people, they can't take your grace. Yeah, I think to your point, you you said I hate people, which uh, mood. Um, <laughs> I feel that way often, and it's funny because I hate just people, but I still care and want to save humanity. It's a really terrible place to be in, honestly. Like I hate it a lot. Um, would not recommend, <laughs> but. I, I feel like the people who say these things, who are trolls, who are whatever, like, I know that there's something deeply, like, uh, wrong in their life that makes them unhappy. And this is not an excuse, as you will hear, because it's such a cowardly thing to, like, have something bad happen to you or to, like, not get your way or your life doesn't go as planned because whose life does. Life is fucking hard as i've said a thousand times on this podcast and to take that hard hardness that difficulty and turn it into anger and vitriol and trolling that's easy like (laughs) that is the easiest thing possible that takes no creativity that takes no introspection that takes no growth no character literally nothing the hard part is internalizing all the shit that life throws at you every day until you die and not letting that turn you into a monster. Like, I think that's the hardest part. I think the fact that you go on Instagram live every day and like share your smiles and your laughs and like do all your stuff for people is amazing. And fuck those trolls. Fuck the trolls and love Simone. You are the goat. You are the cabra. The cabra. What brought you joy or what are you looking forward to this week? I think I know what you're looking forward to. But. You know what I'm looking forward to. What brought me joy? <gasps> you don't know this. <gasps> what? Did you get a mini brand? Oh. No, I haven't gotten that. Oh, why did I get so excited? Let <laughs> me I mean, try to. What is that? <laughs> it's Hugsy! From Friends! Oh! You know I, what? That wasn't the... I thought you, you were going to react differently. You know what? <laughs> I just... Okay. No, I totally, like, forgot. I, I, I forgot that that was a character that existed. It's I'm okay. sorry. Uh, no, it's fi- It's me. So I went to the Friends experience. Oh, yeah. I saw you posting. You know, I don't yeah. check stories as much as I should but i saw you posting some friend stuff and i wasn't sure what that was about so tell me yeah so um they you i think i may have sent you this a long time ago but they opened it in new york probably in january and it's called the friends experience where you can it's almost like a friend's museum where you can see all the paraphernalia um some of their costumes but honestly you know how (laughs) You know how the original, like, probably has all the original stuff? We got the replicas of the replicas. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it was... I was like, I don't think I ever saw them wear this. And, you know, I watch <laughs> the show a lot. Um, but it was really cool. You um, you walk in, you see all these um, friends references. You sit on the couch. They said that we need to have our mask on, but we could take it off to take pictures. So we did that. Several times I forgot to 
take off the mask, but they had the couch of pivot. They had um, the 17, no, 18 page letter front and back. Um, I was trying to read it, but at a certain point they had just put lyrics in it. And then um, they had one of the funniest things I thought was a train map, but it was all the people that the friends had dated. Oh, so it was just really funny. And then they had Hugsy and they didn't have Monica and Rachel's living room, but they did have um, Chandler, uh, Joe, Joey and Chandler. Chandler's living room. So that was fun. And then, um, yeah, I went with my other friend, Mia, who is a big friends fan, too. So that was cool because like other than that, the people that went with their partners who do not watch friends, they had to spend their whole time explaining stuff. And I was like, girl. Mm. This ain't it. Like, y'all cannot keep just talking about the stuff to make them almost think that they're going to laugh. Like, it's either funny or it's not. Yeah, that's not good. No. And then I went ham in the gift shop, so. Mm. <laughs> they got um, you. That's they got cute. me good. But it was good. It was Aww. a good experience. So I'm really happy I went. And it's only up. I think they're going to stop August 13th or something. So I don't know if I'll go back again. Oh, I won't. Because what I'm looking forward to is finally going to California and seeing you and meeting people. So it'll be fun. Yay. Or Uh, it'll be quarantine part 17. No. (laughs) Stay in the house. I mean. What brought you joy this week? Um. I'm sorry, I'm doing or, that a lot. It's I it's hard too because it's not even just a week. It's like two. That's weeks, right? that's like, why that's why I was like, wait, the thing that I was gonna you, say was not the thing. What brought you joy since we last recorded? Great, great, great. Um, I since we last recorded, I traveled to Florida um, to see that's my beautiful. family. Saw my mom and my brothers for the first time since Christmas 2019. And saw my grandparents and my extended family for the first time since, like, 2018, maybe. Um, And that was nice. It was a whirlwind trip because I couldn't take that much time off work. So I took a red-eye girl. And I just never – if I ever again say, I'm going to take a red-eye, and it's not first class, please tell me no. Because I am too old for a red-eye in – coach where there is no room for sleeping i'm not even that tall and i feel like my leg my knees are hurting it was and i can sleep on airplanes but it's not comfortable so when you land you just feel like you slept on an airplane for two hours so that was not great but it was fun um i am not used to the humidity down there my god walked off that plane i felt like i just immediately had a moist blanket on me and that was disgusting um and I grew up in Tennessee, but I'm just not used like that. Tennessee, the Florida, Florida humidity though, like Tennessee and Georgia, humid as fuck. Florida just somehow is even more humid, and I'm like, how is this actually possible? It's so funny because people talk about humidity here, and I don't feel it as much as when I'm in Tennessee, Florida, That's or crazy. Mississippi, or Louisiana. That's weird that you don't. Yeah, all those places are bad, bad. Oh, but yeah. <laughs> um, the people, like my family, who have lived in Florida for decades, they're like, "Oh, I love it. Like, I hate the desert. I don't like the dry heat." I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. But okay. Although I will say, it 
did make my skin better, which I'm like, that's oh, messed that's up. Nice. But um, yeah, so we had fun. It was, like I said, whirlwind, but I got to see a bunch of people and Richard came and he's met my whole family before, but he's never visited them in Florida. So my grandma had been wanting for years for Richard to come see her house in Florida. And so it was really cute. Like he finally came and she like gave him her little tour. You know, my grandma collects like little figurines and stuff and she's very meticulous about them. And so she like toured him around all of them and like showed him all of our like baby pictures and stuff. And it was really, really cute. Um, And while we were there, we also did a retirement party for my mom because she retired. Oh, cool. She retired uh, after Christmas last year. So. We, you know, family was all together and it was really nice. I was so tired when I came back. I didn't unpack for days and was like a zombie the week I came back, but it was great. And hopefully, hopefully, my God, I get to see them again this year for Christmas. But uh, the way you guys are going, you guys being America, um, <laughs> I don't know, Jenny. I don't know. Um, I'm yeah, going to try nice. to live in a very positive space and things will even out. Sure. Me too. I'm going to do that. I'm going to try to forget everything I've ever learned. Yeah. (laughs) Step one. (laughs) Step one. Step two. Also, um, miracles do happen. Uh, (laughs) I mean... I don't know. Whatever. I yes. have to be the positive one. So I'm trying. I'm, take I'm trying. I'm just I, like I said. I'm, I'm fucking trying. <laughs> I'm going to forget everything I've ever learned about people and America. But I'm glad you got to see your family. The pictures Yay. are cute. I still can't believe how adult everybody looks, and just kind of I know how age works. And years and times, but it just always blows my mind when... I don't really know how it works. <laughs> Can you explain When I me? see that... Well, it's just insane. No, I know. The, the fact is, 20 years... I don't think every, anybody explained how fast 20 years goes when we were younger. If but they did, we know, wouldn't have been able to fathom it because we were too young. Like We wouldn't have been able just, to understand it. It's been 20 years. Since I last saw, last saw, or twenty five or thirty years since I last saw some of those people in that picture. Dang, girl, is that true? 20. No, yeah, well, Johnny, of, I have not seen since yeah, yeah, sixteen. Yeah, and that wow. was twenty years. How ago. dare you? First of all, no, we are not going to do this today. <laughs> it was not twenty years ago. How dare you? How okay. very dare you? Wow. Okay. Y'all, I am not 36. (laughs) Your sweet 16 was 17 years ago. (laughs) I don't actually know. How old are we? 18 years ago? Hold on. I'm 35. So mine was 19 years ago. (laughs) And mine was... 21 18. years. No, that's not how it works. No, it does. It's more years for you. Mine is 19. Jenny, why would so, mine be farther away? Why would mine be more years than yours? That doesn't make sense. Think because about it. Because yours is later. What are you talking about? It's no, no. Been, I need you to, I been, need you to no. say it slowly. It's Think been, about it. It's been 19 years for me. So yes. it is... 21 years for you. No! I can't. I can't. I cannot breathe from trying to explain this to you. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. No. 
for you. So then, exactly. And what you so just said. So that's what I'm saying. Jenny, that's not what you just said. If it's 19 years. <laughs> You're right. I don't know. <laughs> Wait. It's 19. So it's been eight. That doesn't make any sense. Yes, it's been it's more years for you. It's been more you know, for you. No, Jenny, because, oh my God. If it had been more for me, then that means I would be older than you because it would have been no. farther away. You're not listening. <laughs> if I get in the front, you're behind me. So. <laughs> So my, look at it this way. My Sweet 16 was more recent, was more recent than yours, right? So it's further. (laughs) You're right. (laughs) What do you mean? Because the way that you're lighting it up, there's a line Uh of things that's happened. Sure. Mine's here and yours here. Mine's here and yours is here. So yes, you're right. I don't know what you're just doing with your fingers. She was just trying to do a diagram with her hands. But the point is that I'm sure you listeners understand what we are trying to say. Um, I think Jenny's brain just broke. She just said that she understands how time works, but I don't think she understands how time works. What? Hold on. She lied. I know. Stop telling me I'm right. I know. (laughs) I just want to reiterate because when someone's wrong, they tend to not want to secede. Oh Wait, no! I mean, I appreciate so I, it, but I don't know. that was not a that was not a point that I needed you oh. to like, like accept because I knew I was right because that's how You're time right. works and also math. <laughs> You're right. Hold but on, I, don't make I me see, call. Oh, why not? <laughs> okay, briefly today when I was getting my COVID test, the doctor asked if I cough. I was like, well, not much, but today I was watching Never Have I Ever on Netflix, hmm. and. I did not know Common was going to make an appearance, and I love Common. So when I see him, I always get shocked. Girl, I done choked on my food, and it couldn't stop coughing. Did you tell the doctor that? That you yes. got you had a Common-induced coughing fit? I had a common I told him, I said, you can tell your friends. I, I assume he has friends. The doctor? Yeah. <laughs> that was nice of you. <laughs> yeah, so I said, tell, tell this to your, your other doctor friends. You'll laugh. Um, that's so. cute. I have not seen the new season, but I love the first season, so I'm excited. I I will say this about the second season. I think it's funnier. <gasps> that's great. Yeah. The first season did hit in some feels area. Yes. It was like a it lot of feels. Feelings. I yeah. cried. I cried. Oh my god, that that second yeah, yeah. last I can't I even cried. talk about it. I cried. But this one I have literally they'll say some stuff and I'm literally just laughing out loud. Oh my so, god! I can't wait. We'll to have watch. to do a little something. We on that. should. We should. I love it. Have you watched Starstruck yet? No, not yet. Oh That's on Hulu. HBO. Right? HBO Max. Damn it. Okay, I'm gonna put it on my list. You know, well, I you said that right weeks ago. You're right. I'm terrible. That's fine. I am too. So it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, I'm gonna go eat dinner. Oh yes, you can do that. Thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna see you in uh like a week or something. Yeah. Give or take um, some days. But we should probably schedule like a time to actually talk about Yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> you mean so if you're free this tomorrow, pod- let me know. this podcast is not time to talk. <laughs> this was fun. The first there's a lot of non fun parts, but it's fun. Um, um yes. I love you. I love you too.
Thanks for listening to Get Funny. We hope you laughed. But if you didn't. We did. (laughs) We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. (laughs) We killed it. Crushed it.